Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Daf Yom. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet Kiddushin, Daf Mem Chet Amud Bet, in the second Mishnah of the second parak, uh, continuing on at the end of the first, with the second half of the first Mishnah. Hitkachili because Zeshal Yain Nitzah Shal Dvash, Shal Dvash and Nitzah Shal Yain. Each one of these three doubled cases is a case where the man gives the girl Kiddushin, uh, either with a particular item or with an understanding that he has a particular status, and the item turns out to be not what he promised. Uh, Yayin is more valuable than Dvash. Um, Zahav is worth more than Kasef. Uh, Ashir is obviously a better deal than Ani. And it turns out that the opposite is true. Enam Kudeshet. In any case, the Kiddushin are no good. Rabbi Shimon says that there is an objective uh, greater and lesser in each one of these. And uh, if the reality was better than he had said, then the Kiddushin are good. Let's see why. This is a side piece. That if you say because that uh, one authority says that you count the cu- the value of the cup itself and the liquid, if it's shabbat it's enough. Others say that we only count the value of the cup itself and not the liquid. And others say only the liquid and not the cup. And we can answer all of them, meaning we can resolve the three-way contradiction by assigning each one of them to a different case. Habemaya, if we're talking about water, then all, we're, all we mean is the value of the cup itself. Habechamra, if it's wine, then it's the value of the cup, and it's the value of the, um, and it's only the value, sorry, of the liquid, because um, wine is something that somebody would normally keep even in a lesser um, lesser kind of uh, uh, vessel. Habetzihara, if it is some sort of an oil, then not only the oil itself, maybe olive oil, like Yitzhar, then not only is the liquid considered part of the deal, but also the cup, and therefore, if together it's Shabbat, that's good enough. All right, let's look at Rabbi Shimon. In the, in, uh, in, uh, uh, commerce, if you sell something that's supposed to be wine, turns out to be vinegar, or vice versa, either one can go back on the deal. In other words, some people prefer vinegar, meaning you cannot set an objective standard and say this is always better than that. Some people, for some reason, like the lesser thing. Maybe some people like silver more than gold. So why would Rabbi Shimon say that it, that there's an objective here, objective standard, such that if he said silver and it was gold, it'd be mikudeshet? So found Abai explaining his, this to his son. What's the case? He told his shaliach. Halveni dinar shal kasef. I'm sending you to Makadish, a girl. I don't have the money. You lend me a dinar shal kasef. Velech kadesh liisha ponen. Go be Makadish the woman. Falach v'olvash shol zahav. In the end, he took out a gold coin and gave it to her. Mar savak peda. So the Tanakama says that when the Mishaleach said give her silver, he really meant silver. Mar savak mar malkumulo. And Rabbi Shimon says no, he was just giving him an example. So Yachi, if that's the case. Uh, let's take a look at Abayah's explanation. Hidkad shili, hidkad shilomim ba'ileh. If we're talking about a shaliach giving kiddushin, then the statement should not be hidkad shili. It should be kad shilo. Second of all, hital l'shavach. He fooled her l'shavach. Hitahu l'shavach ba'ileh. Really, he fooled the mishaleach. 
not he fooled, but he misled the Mishaleach. So it's not he misled her, it's misled him. So the language of the, of the word, of the Mishnah doesn't seem to fit Avai's explanation. And by the way, Nimtza makes it sound as if we suddenly discovered that it was gold or silver or whatever. Meikar nami dezahav have. What do you mean? It was always gold. It's not like it was, it was there sitting and we thought it was silver. So Abai's explanation, we're not very comfortable with. Ela Amar Rava, Rava gave a different explanation. Aniv Arisha B'chavura Tagimne. I and the lion and the chavura, I mean, one of the great Taman Chachamim, we explained this, and obviously this was a difficult piece. Umana who was, Rav Chiyabaravin. How did Rav Chiyabaravin and I explain it? So the woman sent a shaliach. She had heard that the fellow was giving a kaddish. She sent a shaliach to get the kiddushin. Go get my kiddushin from Ploni. Who has promised the dinar shal kesef? And the husband ended up giving her shaliach a dinar shal zahav. And now we understand that it is. It turned out to be zahav, and he misled her. We understand those terms now fit. Mar savar and again, the issue is, when the woman said, go get it from him, did she specifically insist on the fact that it was Kasef? Or, maybe she was just pointing out, that's the guy, he's going to give you Kasef, but she doesn't insist that it be Kasef. So, Umaynimsa, so why is it, why does she say it turns out to be, or it's found to be Kasef? The Katsari Bavlita, because it was in some sort of a, uh, a, uh, wrapped in like a turn, like a, like a handkerchief or something. It was tied up so you couldn't see it. He handed it to the Shaliach. The Shaliach came back, opened it up, and it turned out to be Zahav instead of Kesef. Alright, good. So now we've settled what the case is. Amar Abai, Abai then turns around and says, Rabbi Shimon, Vrashbag, Rabbalazar. Kulusfir, Lumar, Makumulo. They all accept this principle that when a, when a person um, presents a, a particular um, uh, distinction of finding things a certain way that they don't mean they don't insist it in being only that way. They're just giving an example and saying that ah, this is where they are. For instance, from Shimon Hadamran, from Shimon's our case, that that uh, the way that Rava now explained it, the woman said to the Shaliach, "Go get the kiddushin from that guy, which is Kasef," and she just meant it happens to be Kasef. It's Zahav, That's fine too. Rashbag Ditnan, Rashbag the Mishnah in. Uh, the beginning of the tenth parak of Masachet Babatra, get pashut. A get pashut is a f- open up get. Uh, we dealt with this in in, uh, in Gittin a little bit. Edav mitocho. The edim are on the inside. This is the side you read. Mikushar, but this fancy kind of mikushar get that you make where you stitch the folds and the edim are on the back. Edav meachorav. Now pashut shiktavu edav meachorav. Let's say you're a get pashut and the edim are on the back. Or mikushar shiktavu kadvu edav mitocho. Or you have mikushar and the edim are written on the inside. Shneim psulin. They're both invalid. He disagreed with half, and he said, if you have a stitched get, but the edim are on the inside, not on the back folds, it's kasher. Why? You could, after all, rip out the stitches and open it up, and they'd be right in the inside. And says, whatever the local minhag is. That's the Mishnah. In our discussion about it, we said, doesn't everybody agree that Minhag Medina carries the day when it comes to things like Shtarot? Ravashi explained, in a place where the minigas get Pashut, and you made a get Mekushar. Or vice versa, certainly, there's a kapeda that'll be done properly, and if you do it the other way, then it's invalid. When, where's the machlok? A place where the minig is to do either way. There's no set minig. And the fellow told the sofer, make me a get pashut. He made a get mukushar. So, Marsavar kapeda, 
the Tanakhama says it's a kapeda, and therefore it's possible. Omar Savar that, that Rameshem Gamliel says, no, he was saying, just follow the Minnegah Medina. He was saying, make him a kushar, but of course, the other way is good too. All right. Rabalazar did non ha'isha shamayit kabaliki tibi malkam ploni. This we hadn't gotten. If a man says to a shaliach, a woman says to her shaliach, go get my get from over there. And he's going to deliver it over there. The kibel gitam malkam acher. And the guy went and found her in another, found the husband in another place and got the get from there. Pasul. Rabalazar machshir. Right? Why? Because Rabbi says that when the woman said, go get it over there, she didn't insist that it be gotten at that place. She just said, that's where you'll find him. All right, so we've, so Abai has now presented that three different uh, great Tanaim accept this principle that giving direction to someone does not mean you're insisting on being done exactly in that way, but rather you're just helping them find, uh, find the place or, uh, you're kind of, uh, helping them along, but not that you're insisting it be done that way. All right, Amr Ula. Ula then looks back at the Machloka of Shimon Chachomim. It says, Machloka b'shevach mamon. The only machloka between them is when you have an uptick, an up, uh, an appreciation in financial value, like silver to gold. Havashevach yuchsin, but if you have a, a difference in yuchsin, then divra kol enem kudashit. Even Rabbi Shimon agrees that enem kudashit, meaning if he presents himself as somebody grand, and it turns out that he's not, or vice versa, even Rabbi Shimon says enem kudashit. My time, we'll see what that means. She'll say, I'm not, I'm not, my foot's not big enough for that shoe. In other words, I'm not ready to, to live in such a high society. So in other words, even if it's better than, uh, than, than he was presented, she may not want it. And let's see an example. Right, so we have a brighter that Rishiman explicitly says that if the uh, the appreciation was one of Yuchsim of what his family lineage is, then Enema Kudeshet. Right, so and we'll see the example. He said, I can prove it to you from the next Mishnah. The next Mishnah says, So if he presents himself as a Kohen, turns out he's a Levi, or a Levi turns out to be a Kohen, or Natin and Mamzer, which are on the other side of the spectrum, but a Mamzer is certainly worse than a Natin. And Velo Palog Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon is silent there. You would expect Rav Shimon to say, and there, if it's better, if she say, he said Levin, turns out he's a Kohen, then a Mikudeshet. But his silence tells you that he agrees that in that case, and a Mikudeshet, even if it's better. Mabravashi challenges uh, uh, this read. A challenges his own father and says, look at the next part of the Mishnah, which we think means that the guy is saying, be Makadish to me on condition that I have a daughter or a shifcha who's already of age, which means she can help you. And it turns out he doesn't have, or or vice versa, to Shavach Momonu. That's all Shavach Momon. That's having somebody around the house to help. Shimon doesn't say anything. Rabbi Shimon's uh, descent in our Mishnah carries through. So it should be the same thing about Kohen and Levi. Whereas you may be right about Kohen and Levi, but the fact that Rabbi Shimon's silent in the Mishnah about Kohen and Levi doesn't prove anything, because he's also silent about the Bat and Shifcha, which is certainly Mamon, we think, and his silence there doesn't tell you he doesn't, he doesn't uh, descent. He descends here, and it carries all the way through. So the answer is no. The answer is follows. There's no reason for Shimon twice to voice dissent about Shavach Momon. Right? So he said it here and it carries to there. But there, we call him a Levi, that's not about Momon, that's about family status. If he really disagreed, he should have said so. That's one answer. 
Second answer is the, that the bat megudelet is not a mamon case, and the reason Rabbi Shimon is silent there is because he really does agree because it's not a mamon case. You think that a bat of means adult? Mamigudelet gadelet means she's growing up. The amrahi and the woman says lo nechali deshakla mili minoi vazda nadja kameshivutai. I don't want her to take my clothes and walk around, uh, you know, in the, in the neighborhood. In other words, she's uh, somebody who's uh, who's of your size or age. So the woman may dafka want that, or may dafka not want that. But that's yuchsin. That's not momon. That's not about somebody to help around the house that saves money. That's an issue of yuchsin. All right, Tanu Rabbanan, and now from here to the end of the of the uh, till near the end of the this podcast, we're going to just take a look at different terms when a man presents himself as being something or having something, uh, as a condition for Kedushin, what has to be fulfilled. Almanachani Karyana, I'm somebody who reads. Once he's had an Aliyah and read three Psukim and that's a Karyana. He says, no, he has to read the Psukim and we metargim them. Translate them. What, translate on his own? If somebody does targum, a literal targum, then he's misleading because many psukim are understood metaphorically. And if you, on the other hand, you add your own targum, that's cursing. Who says that you uh, you don't have a tradition on this? What's the targum? Targum didan, meaning the traditional targum. So he has to read, say the, the Kriya and also do the targum, which of course was the way Kriya Torah was done. That's if he says, I'm a karyana. But if he says, I'm a kara, which here means, uh, which means a Tanakh expert, somebody who can read all of Tanakh very carefully. Real expert in Tanakh. Now he says, I'm a shona, which means somebody who studies Mishnah will think. Yochanan says Torah. Meitve ezoi Mishnah. What is Mishnah? Mi omer halachot v'yodomer midrash. So Mishnah may mean halachot, meaning the legal literature, or it may mean the midrash, the extrapolation from Sukim. So how can Rabbi Yochanan say Torah? So my Torah, midrash Torah. By Torah, I meant midrash. Okay. That's if he says I'm a shonet tanina. If he says I'm a tana, like kara, adatani hilchatas sifra v'sifri v'tosafta. He has to be an expert in all rabbinic literature. I'm not shani talmid. He says, I'm you mimkadish to me on condition I'm a talmid. Doesn't have to be an expert talmid. If they ask him about any one thing that he studied and he's able to respond, even in the very short masachet kala, he said, I learned masachet kala, and they say, what did you learn? He said, kala below bracha, so the bayla kanida, boom, he's a talmid. If he says, I'm a chacham, it doesn't have to be uh, like the sages. He's familiar with Dvar Chochmah. What Dvar Chochmah is, is something that, uh, subject to dispute. We'll take Rashi's lead in saying that it's not having traditional information, but traditional lore, but rather being able to reason one thing out. What's that? It doesn't have to be like the legendary giborim of Tanakh. If he toughens up, his friends are a little afraid. No, he's a tough guy. What's that? The very wealthy people. He's somebody who's honored in this town because of his wealth. What's that? Everybody's a tzaddik. Why? 
even the Rashaga Mormakut, maybe he had he chuva, he thought about doing chuva, that already makes him a, a tzaddik for a moment. Amanachani Rasha, again, if you recall, from the end of the first parak, we saw that is not considered by Kodesh Baruch Hu unless it's Machshavah So even a tzaddik may have had a thought of Avorazara, and therefore the Kiddushna Valid. The Kiddushna Valid here means that we can't just disregard them. So a total, somebody who we know is to be very, very pious, as Makadish woman and says, Amanatan, I'm a Rasha Gamur, we don't say it's absolutely nothing. She would need to get. All right, the end of the sugya, uh, the end of our piece, uh, quotes uh, is a, a beautiful agadic passage about different character traits and which groups in the world took them. Ten measures of wisdom came to the world. Ten were taken by nine were taken by Eretz The rest of the world got only one tenth. Ten measures of beauty came to the world. Yerushalayim got nine. There's ten measures of wealth came to the world. The early Romans got them. Ten measures of poverty came to the world. Uh, this is Bavel of this period. Haughtiness. Tishan Natlu Elam. This is uh the Parthians, I believe. Chadkolam Kulo. Gasut le Bavel or Nachit, what? Bavel didn't get this haughtiness? Faktiva Sai Naiva Ira Vinesh Daim Nashimiotsov Rachan Vehem Falahina Kanfaim Kanafaim Kanfeah Sidavati Sanatai Fabin Arts Vashamaim. This is in Zacharya's vision that he had on the twenty fourth of Shvat that year, the seven visions. So this is uh I think vision number six. He asked the Malach, who would explain all these visions to him, what this means. He saw these women uh, carrying a basket, and they're, f- they're flying away. And he said, Where are they taking the basket? They're building a house in Shinar. This is representative of the haughtiness and flattery that went that came to Bavel. So the answer is, You're right, it did go there. And then end up shifting and getting mixed up and going to Elam, which is near Bavel. So it said they went there to build a house. All right. Um, okay. Um, as Rashi points out, that they went to build a house, and the idea is that that was building up their the flattery. But the Gasuta Ruach ended up getting shifted elsewhere, and that went to Elam. We know that a sign of haughtiness is that ultimately poverty. And you just said that the nine measures of poverty went to Bavel. So No, the poverty that accompanies haughtiness is not poverty of wealth, but poverty of Torah. Sorry, so the so Elam, when we say ten measures of poverty came to the world, none were taken by Elam, the idea is that's poverty of Torah. Poverty of wealth, that's Bavel, which comes along with the Gasut. Alright, so ten measures of valor came to the world. Tishanat Lu Parsim. Okay, Asarakabim Kinim Yarduli Olam. Alright, so there's uh, ten measures of uh, of lice came into the world. Um, and none of them were taken by Madai. Asarakabim Kshafim Yarduli Olam. You know where this is going? Tishanat Lamitzraim. 
nine-tenths of the witchcraft in the world is in Egypt. Plagues, Tishanatlu Chazirim. Okay? Aravia. They talk about uh, the Arabian Peninsula as being uh, very licentious. Of just uh, idle talk, Tishanat Lunashim. That was taken by the women. Sarkabim Shikrut Yarduli Olam. Ten measures of drunkenness came. Tishanat Lukushim. This goes to, uh, probably Ethiopia. Uh, that part of, uh, that part of, uh, Africa, just below Egypt. Sarkabim Shenayar Duli Olam. Uh, ten measures of sleep came to the world. Tishanat Lu Avadim. Achanat Lu Kololam Kulo. That the slaves are lazy and they sleep all the time. Okay, we end with this. We'll pick up with the next Mishnah, which is a Mishnah we already saw a piece of, of Amanat Shani Kohen, etc., um, uh, in the next podcast. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.